would like to uh, give a quick little update before you listen to this episode. Um, long story short, I'm kind of dumb and didn't say this right off the jump. So we have new audio. So you're going to be hearing like a lot of us talking and it's going to sound a lot more clear. But because we only have one microphone, you're going to hear a lot of the times where one of us sounds quiet or like quieter because these microphones are close proximity. So you're going to hear us like passing the microphone back and forth or like the cord hitting the table just to give you a heads up. But like always, hope you enjoy this episode. Well, uh, welcome back to the podcast. It's yours truly, Damon Rocha Jr. And today we're joined by technically two people out of technicality. So would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, Well, I mean, they already know me. Robert Jones, been on every week too. And would, yeah. would you like to explain who the other person is? Uh, we have in the background my girlfriend, uh, Grace. I'm not even going to attempt your last <laughs> name. <laughs> um, That's trust right there where you don't even want to butcher the last name <laughs> so you stay out of an argument later. But yeah, if, if you end up hearing her in the background, that's, that's, who, that's who's there. That sounded kind of wrong, so let me further explain. She recently had surgery, so you're going to hear her, like, chuckle, laugh, or, like, her watching videos. But the main thing is we're trying not to make her laugh because it hurts both because of, you know, her hip literally being sliced open, cut, and switched, and screwed together. And it hurts to be, you know, because of her depression. Anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking about Death Note. And we actually have... Two different sources because I have read the manga. Yeah. So so yeah. So there's probably some differences. I watched the entirety of the anime. Uh, there are probably some differences. I know there's already one scene, one of my favorite scenes, that was in the show that is not in the manga. We could discuss that too. But yeah, there's gonna be some differences. So like overall, we're gonna start off with like what we would rank the anime from one to ten. Personally. I would probably give it like an 8.5 to a 9. Uh, yeah, I'd probably give it like a 9 to a 9.5. Cause like overall, that was that was a very very good like manga. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 like a detective story, mostly. Um, because like you, you see you see like these trailers and 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 you see you know it's called Death Note and you think it's all about you think it's all about um uh you know just killing people anonymously through a notebook but it ends up becoming more sort of like a detective story but on two sides it becomes like a detective story for the person trying to catch who's been killing everybody and then a detective story for the person who is killing everybody to try to get the name of the detective trying to catch him it's really cool it's really it's a really nice show or anime i guess manga whatever but series there we go i mean you were right on anything you just said there so you know it's nothing you're not wrong for me it was it was like i won't lie at first it didn't really catch me enough to like keep reading but it was soon after he started slowly getting the god complex which the main character's name is light yagami and he just out of nowhere one day is just chilling in class looks out the window goes there's a notebook there i'm gonna pick it up maybe someone dropped it Picks it up and it just reads death notes. He goes, okay. Opens it, reads that anyone whose name is put in the death note will die. Yeah, because there was like there was rules on like the inside of the notebook, um, that were like 
etched in like a white like ink and uh it you know like damon said it, it, anyone whose name is written in the death in the death note dies but there's like all these other different rules and he reads through them that's what i really like too yeah is that like a lot of the questions they had or that i had where it's like well how the hell does this work or how does this rule work and then it literally gives you a page so in the manga every chapter it gives you the chapter cover art and then when you flip it on the back side it'll be like the rules like certain rules that aren't like that you can and can't do with certain things or how things process out if you like it was very in-depth with how you can and can't kill things for like obvious reasons you can't kill a rock because it doesn't live yep. so it's just kind of like rock and then you just see the rock explode damn that's crazy bro <laughs> but no like in the anime, um, it gave those those rules too. It was um, between scene changes in within the anime. It would give you like rules. It would, it would name off the rules and how they would work and stuff. So both the, both the manga and the anime have that similarity. Because if I'm not mistaken, I think out of the entirety of it, the only thing that I actually want to talk to you about was at the end of the manga. I don't know if this is in the anime. Did you at the end of the anime? Do you ever go back to the Shinigami realm? Because at the end of the manga, there's a second Kira, or a third, technically, Kira. There's a whole new person with a whole new Death Note and a whole new Shinigami. I don't think there was in the anime. Yeah. Yeah, there, there, was, there, there wasn't that scene in the anime. I don't think there was. I don't think there was a third Kira. And given, it, it only lasted like a day. Because the person couldn't mentally handle that they're actually killing people. They thought it was like a joke. Uh-huh. So that Shinigami came back and goes, how did you make it work? And then Ryuk just told this Shinigami because I picked a smart like, person. I picked a very strong, mentally stable person. I didn't pick someone who just did it for fun. They actually wanted to change the world. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that was None of that was in the anime, I don't think, from what I can remember. I mean, your memory is pretty impeccable. Like, I, you only forget stuff that has to deal with, like, your physical, like, health, which is kind of bad. So, like, for example, you break your arm. You're just going to sleep it off. You don't, you don't remember you have a broken arm until you try using it. Go, oh, my arm hurts. Oh, yeah, my arm's broke, you know? Like, oh, you forgot that cop in the room. Yeah, true. That has to deal with them. <laughs> it's one of your things. You forgot to deal with it. I mean, look at look at the kid you left in the Russian orphanage when we went over to Russia and tried to take over the government, you know, trying to make it like a capitalistic country, but then, you know, got pushed out because there's a lot of people in there. Anyways, and back now, on... And now, the Rus- and now the Russian market is, uh, is uh, construed with our elections. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> we have nothing to do with that. Anyways. <laughs> These are all jokes. Don't take this serious. But anyways, back on topic. Uh, the one thing that I thought was really interesting about the entire show overall was watching light slowly dip in between i'm a human i'm a god i'm a human i'm a god because he even states light yagami is a human male who wants friends who genuinely wants to make friends with people whereas kira is someone who wants to kill people who are stopping him from making the world violentless crimeless i guess like void of crime and like hatred so like it was it was very nice like just reading that and then like getting into the emotion that he's feeling because i won't lie there's some stuff i agreed with him on but the way he went about i'm just kind of like ah listen you could have done this in a whole different way 
and your life would have been great. But then you started thinking to yourself, no, I need to rule this entire world. Why? Yeah. You, why do you have to rule? You could just make the world without crime. But the fact that you slowly started thinking that you deserve it, that yeah. you're making a difference, so yeah. you get to rule the world, that's where I was kind of like, yeah, you're, 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 gonna, you're just going to get fucked up at one point. Like That's what's going to catch you is you're too cocky. You think you're too untouchable because you're a quote-unquote god, yeah. basically. What about you? What is something like throughout the entire overall story that really just captured your attention and kept it with you throughout the entirety of it? It always kept you guessing. Like, if if, if you thought that, like, if you could, if you tried to predict what was going to happen, it was not going to happen that way. Something else was going to come up and was going to ruin, like, the plans, and then you had to, like, adapt his plans to it. It was, I really like that about it, because, I don't know. It, yeah, it just kept you guessing, kept you thinking, kept you on your toes the entire time. So, so like, overall, you would say, like, basically, so, like, more of the monologue and stuff they'd have, where he'd be like, okay, I know he did this, and he's trying to make me say this, so I'm going to go with it to see how he reacts, and how he goes, because knowing you, you were very, like, uh, how would you say, like, you like definitive answers you like the curiosity of okay yes i want to know what he's gonna do because i know he's gonna do this but let's see what happens when he does it if that makes sense like how he goes about it how would you explain that in your words if you could i can't really say it again so like because you're a person who likes definitive answers but you also like really not necessarily complicated but well thought out things so having these two characters who butt heads, who think like nine steps ahead of each other, and just keep whenever this person, so for example, in the book, or in the manga, there's a scene where L, he's like the detective that's going against Light, and there's a scene where he's talking to Light, making him say things, like just by chance. So for he's not like forcing him to. So for example, he's like leading him on. Yeah. So he's like, "How's your day going?" When they're playing that tennis match. And they're saying things before the tennis match and after. Lights or L's like, yeah, I wanted you to say everything I took. You just said, I knew you were going to say it the way you said it, which makes me think, like more that you're the bad guy out of this story. Yeah. Which, to me, is still insane to watch, just because that was cool. To yeah. like, they both did it back and forth, and like yeah. the inner monologue is what really kept me going. Is because they were always suspicious of one another. Yeah. It's like they're yeah. friends because he even explains. Light is L's friend, but as Kira, he absolutely despises him. Yeah. So he even said, if I wasn't Kira, me and L would be best friends. Yeah. And I was like, damn it, man. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. But. Yeah, yeah, that whole, that whole tennis, that tennis scene was really good. Yeah. So, so overall, is there a favorite, because you said you had a favorite scene. Did you have a favorite character out of the entire series? Because mine was Mogi, I think his name is. He was the uh, he was on the special task force with all of them, and he's that big one, the big built one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because he's good at cooking, he's good at planning, like everything. Th- he's that one character that's good at everything, but barely talks, barely gets the spotlight. He's just there to have a fun time with everyone, <laughs> and like when he does talk, it's very meaningful, which is like it's a cool thing to have that, and in like this kind of serious tone all the time, because you have I think his name's. Matsuda? Ma- Matsuda? 
yeah. The one that like everyone calls stupid or like he's yeah, dumb. Yeah. He's, and he's just, the young one, yeah. And just he's like the comedic like relief. Yeah. Whereas Mogi is the kind of guy who brings you back to reality. It's like, yes, you're overstressing yourself. Calm yeah. down, breathe, it's okay. Yeah. Him and I think his name's Aizawa. He started off with an afro and then he sh- like cut his stuff down. I think I know your favorite character, but I'm not gonna say. So who do you, who would you say is your favorite character? It was L for sure. Yeah, yeah, really like L. What were your what were your specific reasons? Um, just I don't know. The way. The way how he 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 always he always. Just tried to do the right thing, I guess. Um, and and he knew. When he took on the job to try to find who Kira was, right? A lot of people at the beginning, when Kira, when Kira or Light started killing all these criminals, everyone was like, "Oh, he's just killing criminals. I just feel bad about it, right?" But Light st- or L still took up the project to find Light to to capture Kira to stop Kira because, you know, killing criminals that's still murder, you know, and eventually this person could get out of hand and then maybe kill innocent lives at one point. So, I don't know. Just that in itself spoke a lot to me. But then when you when you meet him, just how much of a genius he is, it's just I don't know, very intriguing character. Every time he was on, like he every time he was in a scene and every time he said something, you know, it always had my full attention. Just because I knew I knew it was going to be, I don't know, important. It was going to be intelligent. You know, I don't know. It just I I really liked it all. I mean, for good reason. Like you said, he's a very, uh, he's very. I don't know what I'm looking for there. It's like hard. Righteous. Me. I wouldn't say righteous because he even explains that sometimes that like he feels his pride taking over. Yeah. Which is cool because both of them are you know they have issues with their pride, but it's like in the manga he explains that like, uh, he knows that he comes off as a prick to people, uh-huh. because he even says it's hard for him to socialize. Also, he's another character, that's like Mogi on the of what he can do. His fighting style, his writing, his oh. reading speed, the way he can do anything with technology, the way he can finesse people by pickpocketing, lockpicking. Like, he just overall has, like, so many, like, feats that you don't get more explanation on. For example, the tennis scene again, where Light's like, yeah, you know, I was the champion in junior year of high school, I think he said, or something, like, one of his years in high school, if not all of high school. Yeah, I remember that. In, like, London or something, or England, or wherever he was. Yeah. No, that was that was Light that said that in Japan. Oh, 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 oh yeah. But yeah. here's the difference. L wasn't a high school champion. He was a British league champion. Oh, yeah. For right. his division. And I was yeah. like, hold on. So you're telling me that this, this Light is just a prodigy who's fighting another prodigy? Because, <laughs> yeah. like... The stuff they do is insane, and like, if I'm not mistaken, they actually know how to play instruments, but they never go in on that. Because I know L uh, says he knows how to play like basically anything, and Light says, "Well, if I sit down, I can probably figure it out within five minutes." Which I'm like, so not only are they prodigies with sports, they each apparently have perfect pitch and can just learn how to use an instrument and play a song <laughs> without any prior knowledge, which is pissing me off talking about it. Because like, dude. You want to be a detective, and you can do all of this. Yeah. Well, given they probably – I think they did explain that it doesn't intrigue them as much as investigating or, like, trying to figure something out. Yeah. So that's understandable. But, like, you know how much money you can make off of playing any instrument and just like, hearing a sound and playing it? 
But yeah, I will say though, um, what was your whole take when you first met Ryuk? Because my expression, like I always knew of him, but the way he was portrayed in the manga was just, he's not necessarily dumb. He's just forgetful. Like he just gets so like in such a trans, trance. Yep, he's transgender. Uh, A trance. He gets in such a trance when Light is doing something that throughout the manga and the anime, I know through the manga, I don't know about the anime, but in the manga, Light will get mad at him because he's like, why didn't you tell me this? Or I didn't know that's how it worked. And he would just respond with either, well, that's new to me too. Or, oh, I, I could have told you, but I just completely forgot. Yeah. Like it just escaped my mind. Because that's my, that was my first impression of him, which still kind of is true, but. He always says something that kind of – he seems like he's the instigator in a way where, like, if stuff starts kind of dying down, he'll do something to keep it kind of, like, uppity or, like, vibed. Yeah. But what was your first, like, take on, like, the Shinigami when, like, you first introduced to them? The Shinigami as a whole or Ryuk? Let's just go with Ryuk since all I explained was Ryuk, not really, like, the Shinigami as a whole. Yeah. Well, like, I I thought so, too. How, like, Ryuk, because I knew that Ryuk was, like, forgetful and everything, but I feel like he had, like, a purpose behind it. I feel like he wanted Light to be able to figure all this out for his own entertainment. Because the whole reason why he dropped his death note in the in the, in the the human world anyways was because he was just bored. He was bored of this eternal life in this bleak realm of where all the Shinigami exists. And so he dropped the death note into the real world, hoping that somebody would pick it up. And then, uh, and then he could, you know have fun watching them do what they do right well i feel like he was purposely forgetful and 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 i knew he was and he i agree that he was an instigator too but the main reason was because he just wanted to have fun it was because he was bored and so he wanted light to be able to figure out all these things and then he was just like oh oops forgot to tell you you know so i was gonna say the one thing i thought was interesting too was um when he was actually surprised at what light can do with the note because yeah. there's two instances that I can remember. It was the first one where he didn't even know you could control people yeah. to a certain degree before they die. And he's like, he had the monologue. He goes, I didn't even know that was a thing. And then there was another one where I think it's um, how he can make people basically disappear. So, like, I don't even remember them ever finding – because you remember that girl that was outside the FBI after he killed the FBI agent and, like, all the FBI agents from America – you mean that that girl that was the that was the fiance or the girlfriend of the of the first agent that he killed? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you well, like, no, he wasn't the first agent. Or was he the first agent that he killed? Well, he killed he killed like twelve of them. I think it was. Okay. So he killed like all of them that were in Japan. But like so, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, he did that. Yeah, he and yeah, he he was the first one because he came from the FBI, huh? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So like, yeah, because there's there's like a total of like twelve, I think, FBI agents that came from the U.S. to help out with the cure problem in Japan, and um, uh, I forget I forget his name, but yeah, he was the first one because I remember afterwards he took like his computer and stuff and like got all the names of all the other and pictures of all the other FBI agents and killed them all off. But um, but you're talking about his girlfriend or fiance or whatever? Yeah, I I'm pretty sure she just went to kill herself. I'm pretty sure that's what Light made her do. Like, I, I know that, but, like, uh, he even specifically said, like, in the notebook, like, she'll kill herself where, like, nobody will be able to find her. And I don't think they actually found her, if I'm mistaken. Because I don't ever remember a scene in, like, the manga of them going, yeah, we found her body here. No, it's always been, like, 
they kept updating you like it's been four days it's been a week it's been like a month since she's been gone four months and then just they stopped talking about her so i might have missed it but i don't know if it's even no, in the anime I like, so. yeah I, th- I think the last you see of her is because i don't know if the scene in the manga and the anime were, were the same but like the last scene like i'm pretty sure you see with her was when she was like walking away from light and then like in the background there's like a hallucination of like gallows where she's like gonna go hang herself pretty much yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's the last you see of her or, like, hear from her, too. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right on that, where she actually just does disappear. I don't think they ever find her. Because I know I know she had, like, parents and stuff that she talked to, but I don't even think that they were brought up again. So, yeah. Yeah. They didn't fight. They didn't find her, I don't think. One thing I would like to go over is uh, all of the fight scenes. I think there was, like, two or three with L and Light. Like, the back and forth they would, like, not just, the, like verbal i mean the physical fist fights these two are getting in the manga there is a scene where i think this is where the point where they're chained together yeah and it was was in the anime too yeah Yeah. so like it's basically he's in a so l is sitting like a wheelie chair like a chair and light grips the chair and pulls him forward and then punches him as soon as that hit like cracks him he kicks him in the jaw yeah. And, like, the only other time you saw that was the first time they fought where he was sitting in, like, that, like, weird squat position where his feet are on the chair. Mm-hmm. And Light went to punch him. And as soon as it connected, his foot went from the ground up. Mm-hmm. And then he did it again when he was – he's a very flexible individual. He did it when he was standing. Yeah. You know you know how flexible you have to be and how fast you have to be to get your foot from where it is up into the position where your heel's going to kick him in the jaw? Yeah. Also, like, the reach on Light would have to be insane if he doesn't connect – like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if he, if he got caught with his foot halfway up, yeah. that means his arm is super long. Or, like, when they were in that lounge area with uh, Misa, and uh, uh, I'm pretty sure they were, like, wrestling, and then he was on the floor and, like, lifted himself up off the floor and kicked him in the face, and they both went flying from how hard he kicked him. Yeah. Yeah, for those who don't understand what's going on, he literally donkey kicked Light in the jaw or, like, the chest, wherever, but he kicked him so hard that light flew back and because they're chained together he got pulled with him and not just drug no they like flew off the ground like he hit the hell out of him and it's just like that was one of those things again where it doesn't i guess it explains light's part where he got like training from his dad because you know his dad has like hand-to-hand combat and stuff i i don't know who taught them hand-to-hand or taught l but i'm assuming maybe he was taught that i mean probably that school is dumb (laughs) <laughs> it was ba- that school was basically like Xavier's school for the gifted. Yeah, yeah, but they only had like a few that actually like attended it. But yeah, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Watery told him or taught him how to handle himself. Because wasn't he an inventor and like a uh, like a guy from the military too? Maybe he was. I don't remember Watery's backstory. Because I know uh, in the manga they explain that he was a very famous like inventor. And that's why he has all of this money to make a school pay for everything. Like, he's insanely rich. And not only that either, L is insanely rich. Those kids are insanely rich. It's just them themselves aren't rich individuals. It's what they do with their abilities. Like, they're, like, how smart they are because they're all mentally smart that they make money off of it. And they know, like, they're not being used. The money they make isn't for anybody else but themselves. So if they put 30% in work, you get 30% of the main prize. None of that 50-50 stuff, which I thought was kind of cool. Because it's kind of like, well, that makes sense. Because if we need to take down eight dudes and I fought seven of them and you took down the one guy that was bleeding out, all the bones broken, and you're like, yeah, I want 50-50. No, you're getting 
ten percent. <laughs> you knocked out. You killed one guy that I beat to a pulp before I lost consciousness from getting stabbed. Like it's just very interesting, and like it's just the whole series was just. It always had that like tone of seriousness, no matter what was going on, because they're always like both him and L were or like him and Light were always thinking, yeah. always planning, always coming up with something. So like nine times out of ten, when like Misa was talking to him or any girl, which by the way. Who the hell would have guessed that Light was such a charmer? This dude would like, like the word destiny. He told uh, Ryuk in the, I don't know if it was in the anime, probably was. But in the anime or the manga, he tells Ryuk, girls go crazy over the word destiny. So if you say like, oh, it was, it was our destiny to meet or like he gives them examples. Ryuk didn't believe him until he did it to like four different girls. And he goes, so is he just using these girls or like what's going on here? Like he's like, I'm more confused than anything. But uh it's just I don't know, there's always that tone of seriousness, and it is kind of nice when like he's having a conversation with someone, but then it goes to him talking, like inside his head. Like a monologue. Yeah. yeah, so he's just like sitting there, like going over all this, and then he'll come back to the conversation. The person's like, Yeah, and that's how my grandma died. And he goes, Oh, congratulations, and then just kind of leaves. Yeah. <laughs> like he says something that doesn't really add up because he wasn't paying attention. Which is I think every time uh, Misa talks to him, he just kinda does not care. But yeah, there was a lot of times in the anime that I remember where uh, um, where Misa was like around him, and then like he got done talking to her and they had like a monologue, and you just hear her just yapping in the background. He pays no attention to it. <laughs> I still think the funniest thing I've seen out of that entire series is when she just randomly shows up at his university, I think it is, or his house, the second time after meeting him. The second time she went to his house, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, because she showed up uninvited, didn't she? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then, both like, her... times. Yeah, yeah, technically. But both the times, second, yeah. the but second the... one was literally the day after he told her, "Don't yeah. come visit me." Yeah, and then and then the mom and the sister like willingly like invited her in because like they, they knew that she was seeing light. Yeah. My favorite, my the part I thought was funny though is when she shows up the second time and he just has that monologue of, "I've never wanted to punch a woman in the face so like so bad in my life." Oh yeah. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> Just the that urge, he's like, I could just hit you right now, and like, no one would know. I love how that's the thing he wouldn't do. It which hit a woman? Yeah, yeah. which kind of like makes him a good guy, but like an evil guy. Like you know, he has good morals, but once again, goes about it in a very shitty way. Yeah, the God, his pride is, is what is what brought his downfall. But. See, I know, like, so like going down. uh what was your favorite scene? as you were explaining earlier, because we never got into what your favorite scene was, but how would you, like, you know, would you like to explain it? I think my favorite scene out of the whole anime, which really, like, 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 shows you what the whole series is, like, about, or, like, like, is, like, the pinnacle of what the series is, Mm -hmm. was that tennis match. Probably my favorite scene was that tennis match. Really did. Not gonna lie, I didn't. I would have never guessed the tennis match, personally. I would have uh, guessed the uh, the scene where it's um, basically where like L, uh, his, his like uh, was a suspicion goes down back to zero, but oh. then it was like shortly after they were all confined and stuff that it jumped back up to like twenty thirty percent when he's in that helicopter with them. Cause that that was a scene where I'm like, bro, what? Yeah. The one thing, okay, so since we're going, like, kind of, like, trying to stay down the timeline, so when they found out that someone else was using it, 
and they found that it was a company. Who was your original guess of who was the actual person who had the death note? Mine was that younger gentleman that had the long black hair. And he was super, like, thorough with everything. And he's like, why are you freaking out? As long as you don't say stupid stuff, you won't get killed. As long as you stay with us, you won't get killed. Right? So you said you you thought the same thing, right? I thought it was him, too. Yeah, I originally thought it was him. So, like, what made you... What made you like? What was your first thing that made you think? Because mine was that was that he was the one who like they made it seem like he would be the one because all of this is super methodical and yeah. super planned out. Well, he just, he just seemed to be the most in control of his emotions too. So like it seemed like he didn't have anything to worry about because maybe he was the one who was doing all the killings. That's why I thought that he was you know uh, the the new cure and the thing, quote unquote. Yeah. But um, it's just. That was probably so interesting to me was having more than one person use the same note and not at separate times in a sense. They came together as a literal, basically like a hit squad where they don't have to get their hands dirty, right? They just go for it. And the whole time, it just, that was probably a very like intriguing thing to me was trying to figure out who it was. And my reaction to when they find out who it was I would have never in my life guessed that guy just because the way he was presented, the way he held himself didn't seem like, yeah, he was prideful, but he didn't seem like the kind of person who would put his pride over human life. He just seems like the kind of guy who's like, yeah, whatever. If we have to kill him, I understand. You know, it's sad, but that's how life is. Where the other guy's like, we kill him, we make money. And I was like, okay, it has to be you because you, you don't care about human life. The other guy semi-cares, but – what was your reaction when you found out who it was? I remember that I wasn't, like, too surprised. And, I don't know, I was kind of I was kind of upset with who it was, in a, in a sense, because I thought his character was boring. So, um, when I found out that he was the one who had the death note, and he was the one who was going to be, like, you know, like, the main bad guy for, like, however long it was going to take until Light got his, you know, memory back from the death note... I was kind of upset because I thought I didn't think he was a very interesting character, but yeah, that scene on the freeway when when they finally caught him though that was a good scene. Yeah. I won't lie when uh, the one that really caught my eye that I would have like been like if it's this guy, it would make the most sense because of how he's played is the dude who's constantly paranoid, and is freaking out right. But yeah. to me, it would make sense that it's him because he's purposely doing that to keep all the suspicion off of him. And I'm like, okay, if it's him, it makes sense. Out of left field, I was like, I, there were seven of you, got down to like, what, five? Because yeah. two of you died because you didn't want to stay there. So I'm like, I don't know. Like, good for you, I guess. But I would have never guessed him just because of who he is. Yeah. But uh, going on to that scene of uh, where they basically – They finally caught him. Yeah, where they caught him. It was, it was so interesting – like I, honest to God, never thought that the, the like story would progress where other people were able to see the Shinigami. Yeah. yeah, the Shinigamis. So like, I was laughing while watching them do. Like, you just saw the dude pick the book up and start freaking out, and you're like, "Well, we touch it." Yeah, like <laughs> six of you touch the book, that's making you freak out. And guess what happened? You all freak out. Like, what the hell do you expect to happen at that point? You know? Yeah. And then didn't L touch it too? Yeah, L yeah. touched it, and 
I love his reaction. He's just like, oh, there really is a monster over there. Is this the Shinigami they were talking yeah. about? I'm like, dude, the fact that you have no reaction is what really <laughs> chips me out. But I also love that he caught light, too. Yeah. Where even he was like, that seems like a fake reaction. Like, it doesn't seem like... It doesn't seem genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's kind of like, you're lying again. And it's crazy to know that the person who is right can't prove it. And that kind of yeah. pissed me off a couple times. Because it's like, God, oh! Well, that's, that's, that's why L's death scene was so sad, though, too. Especially in the anime. Because I know the anime and, and the manga is different with the death scene. Because, like, his death scene kind of started, like, a whole, like, day prior um, in the anime. Where like the like the night before he was on top of um he's on the rooftop of whatever building whatever that new building was that Watery which by the way remember when Watery made that whole new building and like, for the headquarters for 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 the investigation of only like a squad of five people yeah Watery has a lot of money to throw around and if I'm not mistaken he did that within like I think it was like a week or something it was a short amount of time. Yeah, when, when they got it built. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, he was on the rooftop of this building that Watsuri built, and it was hold raining. That, hold that thought real quick. For anyone uh, listening, I'm going to use the restroom quick. So you just explain that, and you know, okay. I'm going to use the restroom. Okay. So yeah, he was he was on the rooftop of whatever this building was. It was raining, and I remember a uh, light came up to the rooftop to follow him. And L was just uh, um, letting the rain run over his face. And he asked Light if he could hear the bells in the background. And Light was like, what? No, I don't hear anything. And uh, it was pretty much the bells from the school that uh, Watry enrolled L in. And uh, L knew that his death was coming. What made it so sad was that L was this like, extremely gifted detective that was able to solve and prove all the cases um that he picked up and even and he was renowned for picking up these cases all throughout his life that other extremely intelligent investigators couldn't um couldn't solve and but when he picked it up he would solve it like almost immediately so when it came to this Kira case that he took on in in Japan um it was really sad because he didn't he didn't know how to prove that he was right, and he knew that that he lost for for the first time. So it was really sad. Um, really, really enjoyed that scene though, and I know that it, um, it wasn't in the manga because I was talking to Damien about it uh, because he got past the part where L died, um, and uh, I asked him about that scene and where he was on the rooftop and Damien didn't know what I was talking about. So I knew that it wasn't in the manga, but yeah, uh, that scene was also really good. Why was I bringing up the scene by the way? Oh, the, uh, the reason you brought up the scene was because it was, you were asking me where I was and I said, I was close to around like a certain area and you're like, Oh, did you see the scene with the bells? And I looked at you funny and I was like, Mm-mm. yeah, because yeah, I was I was literally up to the point where like uh, it was before Rem and all that started going down, where like Rem found out about like Misa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like it was basically like, oh, you're gonna turn your back on Misa and get her basically captured and, and ultimately killed. And uh, by the way, in the manga too, I don't know if I missed it, 
or what was going on, but it never explained what L's name was. Yeah. It never really explained it in the anime, or at least I, I guess I didn't think it was explained in the anime, but I guess I would have missed that. But yeah, I guess I guess some people were able to pick up on like how L's name was actually kind of hinted towards in the series. Either that or it was on, uh, I can see it being on like Watari's like uh, file they had. Because it explains that he's an, like he was the owner of the orphanage, who the person was that like ran the orphanage when he wasn't there, and then like the participants or like the kids, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So I can see it being on there. So I, like after done reading, I was like, how the hell do people know what his name is? Yeah. Because you find out literally everyone else's name, but his. Yeah. Which is kind of like that makes like that makes it even cooler for him and being a character, because of just the like. He's basically an enigma. The, the mis- yeah, the, yeah the, the mystery behind him still. Yeah. He was, just, he was just this kid that came out of nowhere that was able to just pick up on all these unsolved cases and solve them. And, like, within a very quick fashion, too, and was right, was able to prove it and was right every single time. Um, and then even throughout the whole series when he couldn't solve this one case, you know, like, this one case became his downfall, he still didn't know his real name. Like, just the mystery behind him still, even to his death, was really intriguing about his character. Also, the uh, was there ever a scene, because I keep hearing this, like, clip of, or this little snippet of sound on TikTok of L saying, or of uh, Light going, what do you think, L? This is my, uh, this is my uh, big victory. I win. But he's, like, crazy laughing and, like, freaking out, like, I win, L. Like, oh... Oh, like I he's can't. laughing too. I don't. I don't think that was. I don't think that was after. L died. Was it before? Or like, like I, I don't think it was right after L's death, or like, or like before. I don't like. I'm pretty sure that was, when, near and, I th- I think oh, I can't remember, but. I could see it being uh, when uh, I'm pretty sure it's when Near and uh, what, what's it? What's the other guy's name? The orange-haired guy? Oh, Mello. Mello. When Mello, that's what it was. Yeah, when Mello and Near were giving him issues, I'm pretty sure Light did something and it went crazy. It was like, "What do you think, Elvis? Is my big victory?" It was like pretty much talking to like Near and Mello as if it was like L. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So he does have that. Yeah. He has that. He does have that dialogue because it's uh, shortly when it's coming towards the end of the manga. Oh, okay, yeah, he yeah. He starts planning out. He goes, "Oh, this is exactly what I knew Nier was gonna do," and he didn't know Mello was doing something. He goes, "Oh, this is just a little hiccup in my plan," and then you know he starts thinking about it when he's gonna go to the warehouse, and he gets to the point where he's like, "What do you think?" He's like, "What do you think of my plan, L?" He's like, "These two are basically disappointments compared to you," and yeah. then you find out. <laughs> No, they're not disappointments. They're a disappointment to you, not L. <laughs> yeah. Because would you like to explain who Nier and like Mello are? Yeah. So Nier and Mello, they were um, two kids that were brought in by Watery in that same school, and Watery brought them up and and trained them to be like great detectives, like L. Um, and what's so weird is that Nier and Mello are pretty much L just split up into two different characters because L always ate sweets. L would 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 um go out of his way in like in his own investigation and and um um like have physical contact in his own investigations and he was extremely good at planning and really liked puzzles these two characters were just like split 
of like a split split of L, except they were like to the extremes. So near um, was extremely well at planning, and and an extremely well detective, and he played with puzzles a lot. And then Mello, um, just really got what he wanted, um, like L, and then ate a lot of sweets. And they were both like that. They were both like that to the extreme. So, um, Nier was able to outthink L or Kira a lot easier than what L could, but couldn't really go out of his way in his own investigation to try to, like, like to be able to, like, confront L. He wasn't really good at confrontation because he didn't have that part in him. Unlike Mello, well, Mello had all the confrontation. That was all Mello was doing, was going out and confronting with people to help in the investigation. He was basically, yeah. it seemed like mellow to me was the kind of like the jock almost yeah. like that kind of sense. He was very confident, but he wasn't confident in his like the way he thought because in the manga, he, he does explain, yes, he knows Anir is smarter than him, yeah. but when it comes to him confronting things, he gets what he wants. Like he's proven he gets what he wants yeah. when he wants it. Yeah. Yep. And, and his pride too. Mellow got all of all of L's pride in him also. But yeah, and uh, I remember Watery saying too in the in the anime, probably in the manga too, that uh, if both of them were able to work together, which they never did, because I'm pretty sure Mello ended up dying, didn't he? Yeah. Um, Watery said to them that if they could just learn how to work together, that they would surpass L easily because they were pretty much L in two different bodies completely split up but have his abilities to the extreme so if they were able to work together they would pretty much become like an l but would surpass him because of how much more talented they were than him but that was if they worked together but they couldn't they never could but yeah they're they're when l was having issues with them mellow and near weren't working together um light was mostly worried about near the entire time because Nier was able to pin things on light and like accuse of light and pick up that light was probably Kira or like the original Kira and was able to outsmart him very easily compared to L. Um, and then so, so light was mostly, was mostly talking and dealing with Nier because he thought he was an issue while mellow and like this, like, like behind the curtains, behind the scenes, just kind of, doing all of this crazy stuff like kidnapped his sister and all these and all these things um they weren't working together but both of their efforts uh helped take down light um because uh he had to deal with both of them and so it caused a slip up and near ended up catching light because of it because of what something that mellow did it's it got it got mellow killed but it was something that it was because oh, it was, it was, be, it was it, because when Mello uh, took the girl. Yeah, yeah. The the, it, the uh, what was her? Name? I forget her name. It was Takeda Takata. Something. It, it was it was it was Light's like high school sweetheart. Yeah. Who was like madly in love with him. Yeah, I mean both both um, Mira and oh Misa. Misa. Both Misa and Takeda were like madly in love with him, um, but I'm pretty sure Light liked Takeda more. He actually. If the way it looked, he genuinely actually liked her. Yeah, because she was actually intelligent compared yeah. to 
Misa, Misa, where she was just dumb. She's she's like she's a definition of like lucky because the dumb stuff she does should put her in prison, but it's because of how dumb it was that they don't pin it on her. They're like, yeah, she's a ditz, but there's no way she was that smart to do this. But it was all by accident of her being dumb that it played out the way it did. Yeah, but yeah, Melo ended up kidnapping her and then ended up dying for it. Um, but it caused a slip up in Light's plans. And Nier was able to catch him because of it. So they weren't working together, but their but their efforts combined ended up taking down Demon um, Light, which proved that if they actually did work together, they could have surpassed Hell and would have been able to catch countless other um, like cases like 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 Kira. So the other thing too was um, I think the death scenes were a little different. In the anime and the manga, for example, that seems for who? Uh, for Mello? For Light. For Light. Oh yeah. Because Mello, pretty sure the same way that Mello died in the truck after having a heart attack from the the girl because she had that secret piece of paper in her bra. Yeah. Yep. So, but with Light, uh, in the manga, you know he was walking away like talking to everyone like, "How could I be Kira?" And then he's like, "Fine, I am Kira, right?" And. uh Long story short, we forgot about this dude named Mikami that was also helping him, but he's the reason why. If Mikami didn't slip up, Nier even said that he would have he would have lost the light. Because when he got abduct when she got abducted, we found out that the note he had was fake. So he went to the bank to get the real one, which they replaced with all those notes so it wouldn't work. So basically, when he's walking around, um, he tries like writing down his name. He gets shot by Masuda because Masuda trusted him throughout the entire thing, was always on Light's side. But then he starts getting pissed, and Light's like, what is your problem? You believed in me. Why are you shooting me? He goes, I believed in Light. I didn't believe in Kira. Yeah. This person before me, you killed your dad. You had your sister abducted, and you just walk away like it's nothing. And he tells him, it's all, you know, my dad wanted peace. You know that. So he, if you kill me now, he's going to die in vain. And he goes, no, you're just a murderer. Your dad would have put you in jail or even killed you. Yeah. And then it gets to the part where, like, when he's on the ground after getting shot, he starts writing uh, near his name, which, by the way, is Nate, Nate Rivers. Yeah. Nate River. And um, Matsuda just absolutely blasts the shit out of this guy. He hits him, I think, two or three times in the shoulder, the stomach, the leg, or he just goes all out. It was the same thing. Okay. And then I know he walks up to him and puts the gun right under his chin, tells him, why can't I just kill him? What makes me different? I'm killing somebody to get rid of him. And I know Aizawa says something like, because you're scooping down to his level. Right? Yeah. And then he's crawling away, begging for people to help him. And then when he gets to Ryuk, he tells Ryuk, oh, can you help me? And he goes, sure. I'll write it down in the notebook. And they start shooting him. And they go through him. He goes, silly mortals or silly humans, if I don't want something to touch me, it can't. So then he's like, yeah, you're all going to die. And then that's when Ryuk says, he goes, no, they're not. You are. Yeah. I wrote your name in the death note. And then he crawls up Ryuk's leg and starts begging him to save him. He goes, oh. He's like, I would have, but you're boring now. You got a god complex. You thought you were untouchable. Yeah. Once you got too cocky, there's no point hanging around anymore. Yeah. You're no longer fun. Yeah. And then we just watched him die. Yeah. And I was like, I kind of felt for Mitsuda when he kind of got that, like, I feel bad for him. But Aizawa put it straight right into reality. He goes, what is this, pity hour? You know exactly who he was and why he did it. You should feel no pity towards him. 
Yeah. He lied to you and manipulated you. Yeah. If anything, you should feel like angry. Yeah. Right. So was there any differences in like the anime ending? Um. So there was a bit. Um. Uh, he was crawling towards the Death Note to write. I think I don't know if it was Nier's name. It, I think it might have been Nier's name, but he was crawling towards the Death Note to write somebody's name in it. And then yeah, he got shot like three times. Um, but then he was able to get up and run, which he did. He just got up and run, and then people were, uh, some, like, one of the detectives was going to run after him, but then, uh, I think it was Aizawa, um, stopped him, and was like, no, don't do it, it won't make it far, because he was bleeding out from so many bullet holes, right? And then, uh, as he, as he was running, I'm pretty sure he was, like, begging Ryuk to, like, help him, but then Ryuk was just sitting, like, on the top of, like, a light post, like, just watching him run. And then he just, uh, and then, like, he got him. Then he started, like, sitting on, like, a staircase. Uh, in, like, some abandoned, like, warehouse. Just sitting on, like, a staircase, just, like, laying down on it. And then Ryuk is writing his name. You know, just pretty much saying his farewells. But that was, that was how he died. So, yeah. He, he didn't, he wasn't crawling up Ryuk's legs, like, like that at all. So, that, that, that whole part was different. Between when he got shot from writing the thing in the Death Note and then to the end. Because I know in like uh, that one too, when he's crawling up uh, Ryuk's leg, it kind of gets like a really evil looking like view of Ryuk. Oh, and yeah. he basically tells him, he's like, remember what I told you. I was going to be the one writing your name in here. Yeah. You of all people should remember that. Yeah. Which is, which is why I thought that like Ryuk, right, was just kind of like playing dumb at the beginning. Um, because, you know, like, he was bored. I always kind of knew that he was in control the entire time. And which, it, I think, I think the ending in the, in the manga shows that better than in the anime. And it makes me kind of wish I read the manga first, too. Because then it shows that, like, yeah, like, Ryuk, like, he was just playing dumb because he was bored. Right? He just, he wanted to let him figure it out because it was fun. You know? That was what was fun to him, and so he was. He was in. So it made you think, like, oh, he's in control this entire time, you know. And turns out he was at the end. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Overall, we gave our like favorite characters, favorite scenes, our personal ratings. I will say, you know, I've only read two manga, so yeah. Uh, out of the two, it's uh, number two because I. You're biased, yeah. I'm not necessarily biased. It's just, like, I got excited in it. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. I got excited. I got really enthralled into it. But the last part of Bleach in the manga, you get to see people's bonkais. You get to see more of their backstories yeah, and why true. they act the way they do. There's a lot more buildup with, with, the, with the anime, you know, to... Because there, there's a lot more buildup in the anime between, you know, the anime and then, like, the last part of Bleach. Because as of right now, the last part of Bleach isn't animated. You have to read the manga if you want to if you wanna know what happens. And so this anime, the anime has all this buildup, you know, introducing all these characters and stuff. And then the last part of the manga actually, like, finishes off with those characters. So, yeah, that's true, too. Thinking I'm biased. Yeah. I'm only be biased if I read the Dragon Ball manga. Then I'd be like, yeah, it's the best manga now. It's not the. It's it's just because, like I said, there's all that difference in like 
you really get to see why certain characters are the strongest, fastest, scariest thinkers, most strategic, stuff like that. Yeah. You really get to like, so for example, if there's a person in there who's like called, uh, like he's the best brawler, like hand-to-hand combat, you really get to see why he is the best brawler in hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. You get to see why. Or like if they're the smartest strategist, not the smartest overall, like if they're playing a game of chess, yeah. you get to see why. And it's just, that was insane to read. Plus, they have a really lot of cool names for characters and, like, moves, yeah. which I still want to tell you one, but I don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, long story short, I would highly recommend this mm-hmm. to anyone who, it's like... On, it's on Netflix. It's on The series is on Netflix. That's where I watched it. Really I good. It might be on Hulu. I know it's on Crunchyroll. I think it might be on Funimation. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're going into it, you know, expecting, like, a, like a murder spree, like anime i mean i guess like it is kind of but, but it's, it's not gory it's not gory but and it's mostly a detective a detective series it's really it's really cool uh yeah i recommend it it's on netflix if you want to watch it if you don't want to watch it, if you'd rather read the manga order it off of amazon or something i don't know so yeah with uh with that is there any final words or anything you want to say that hasn't like you know just off topic that has nothing to do with death note me uh I already said it. It's all about Bleach. Like it's, I'm excited as hell. It's going to start coming out this year, and I'm thoroughly excited. Oh, oh. The, an- the animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yeah. they're going to have a trailer later this year. They're going to have like snippets and stuff. Oh, you have no idea how excited I'm going to be. When was Dr. Stone coming out? Uh, was it this month? Yeah. It's either yeah. this month or beginning of uh, February. That's something else that we should look that we're looking forward to is the second season of Doctor Stone. So we'll probably we'll probably end up talking to you guys about that also. Yeah, because that series is real good. There's a lot of good stuff coming out for animes. Also, they uh, we know what the uh, Pokemon game is that's coming out. Oh, after Sword and Shield. Not that like uh, another game that's like something else. Oh. Okay. It's a game that everyone really highly recommended and they wanted. It's a new Pokemon Snap. Oh. It looks really it looks really clean. It looks really clean. But that'll probably be like a story for next time. Yeah. But uh, yeah. As always, you've been uh listening to us for a while, and we broke a hundred listeners by the way, or like a hundred plays. Like yeah, overall, right. we have over a hundred people, or not hundred people, but like over a hundred plays throughout all of our episodes. Sick. We literally went from like sixty, let two episodes go out, went to eighty, let one more, let last week's episode go out, and now we're at like a hundred and ten, almost a hundred twenty. Yeah, that's awesome. So like. I'm actually thoroughly excited. It's nice knowing that there's people who actually take the time out, which, like, I want to personally thank you. Rob probably wants to thank yeah. you for actually taking the time to listen to us because it's like there'd be no point I mean, in doing like, this. On like, average, you know, on average, it's like an hour per listen. You know, like 120 views. I mean, sure, like, it's split up between different people. But still, 120 yeah. views with, like, on average, like, hour, hour and a half, that's multiple days. Yeah. That's multiple days worth of watching. That's awesome. I would say listening, but you know, if you want to watch oh, the listen, audio, it's yeah, up to you. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, that's me being a smartass. You don't use your eyes to listen, dude. That's crazy, what? <laughs> but uh, yeah, hope you also like the new microphone setup. We're waiting to get uh, another one so we can have because you'll probably hear us passing the microphone back and forth, or like sometimes we'll be too quiet. Should probably explain it at the beginning yeah. of the episode, but well, we'll get to that when we get Messing to that. Messing around with new audio. Hopefully, it's a lot clearer for you guys. But. Hopefully. So, uh, as always, thank you once again for the love and support and actually giving the time to listen to us. And uh, we'll catch you in the lobby next time you decide to queue up.